Hey, York Alliance, welcome back to the York Alliance Daily for Thursday, January 7th. Hope you're doing well today. Uh, It's been a crazy 24 hours. Thanks to those of you who tuned in last night during our first Wednesday prayer night. Uh, It was certainly an unprecedented day. I'm so tired of things being unprecedented, but it was an unprecedented day in U.S. history and an opportunity for us to pray into that. So thank you for those of you who joined us. Um, We were able to not just pray for our country and for our own hearts, but pray as Jesus taught us to pray using the Lord's Prayer as a model, and uh, it was a rich time together. So if you haven't already jumped into that, let me encourage you to uh, look at that as uh, you move into the rest of your week. So as we journey together, uh, one of the things that we've been trying to do this week is I've uh, wanted to model for you a bit of what these daily devotional times are like utilizing the Bible reading plan for the year, which is focused on imaginative reading, meditation, and journaling. And so each day there's a short passage that you are able to look at. Uh, As I told you, I start my day very early with some black coffee because um, contrary to what some of you think, that is the holy way to drink coffee. Uh, The argument was made that milk in the coffee makes it white as snow, but it still looks a little brown to me. So I'm just not sure that that's true. But anyway, um, I uh, start my day with black coffee, uh, read a psalm and pray that psalm, Uh, read a prayer out of a prayer book and just center my heart. I use that time then to just invite the Lord to speak, to just ask Jesus to, to speak through his word. And then as I begin to journal, I'm looking through that verse, um, sometimes in multiple translations, and I'm just meditating on it word by word, sometimes emphasizing different words, placing myself in the place of the original hearers and trying to hear what it is that they would have heard, those uh, authors of scripture uh, writing. And so we've done that the last couple days. Today, if you're following that, that plan, it's a day that you'll see twice a week throughout the year which is a review day almost every week on either Wednesday or Thursday. Um, And then again on Sunday, there's a review day. And that review time is an opportunity to look back at what God's spoken to you and allow those things to really settle. Or sometimes, um, as is the case for me today, uh, take on new life with the way that the world has changed in the amount of time or your experience has changed in the amount of time since that reading. It's just an opportunity to look back and um, not move so fast. I think it's really important for us as we read the scriptures to recognize that it's not a quantity race. Our goal is not to try to get through it as quickly as possible or to get as much as we can, but to really hear from the Lord. And so these review days allow time for that. So this morning, I spent some time just looking back at my journal and reading through some of the things that I wrote and looking back at some of the verses from the days prior. And Monday's verse, um, uh, there were two different verses on Monday, and I didn't really speak to those uh, during our podcasts. But one of them is 1 John chapter 3, verses 1 to 3. Listen uh, as I read. John says this, See what kind of love the Father has given to us that we should be called children of God. And so we are. The reason why the world does not know us is that it did not know him. Beloved, we are God's children now, 
and what we will be has not yet appeared, but we know that when he appears, we shall be like him because we shall see him as he is. We talked about that a little last night during First Wednesday as just a, an incredible promise of God. But here's um, the, the, the part for me, oh, I should read verse three, and everyone who thus hopes in him purifies himself as he is pure. And so as I read that on Monday, there were a variety of things that hit me. Uh, one of the big ones was that idea that we would be like him, that, that there will come a day when we will be transformed. But as I went back and revisited it, I read uh, in a different way the second half of verse 1. The reason why the world does not know us is that it did not know him. And I thought, you know, there's a, the original hearers would have heard John saying, we're recognized as different by the, the prevailing culture. The world around us sees us as different. And so I started to think through, does the world around see me as different? Does the world around recognize the difference that Jesus makes? And then I began to think in terms of the events of yesterday and the fact that um, in a really disturbing way to me, the um, the the group that stormed into uh, the the Capitol building was prominently um, showing a variety of different signs and flags that pointed to Jesus, and um, that was so heart wrenching to me because it's very clear to me that what they are representing, particularly through their violence, is not at all the gospel of Jesus. It's something dramatically different. Um, and, and yet, they're faithful, many of them, faithful church members who see themselves representing Jesus. Uh, unfortunately, they look just like the rest of the world looks. They're, they're acting in a way that is exactly like the, the rest of the world. They're engaging in uh, things that don't go their way with, with violence rather than peace. They're not making peace. They're creating violence. That's not the way of Jesus. And so for me, there's this heart-wrenching thing that I look at when I see that. Um, and I read John, 1 John 3, 1, and I think the reason why the world does not know us is that it did not know him. What would it look like for us to be, for me to be that kind of person? The kind of person that doesn't neatly fit into a box on either side of the political spectrum. The kind of person who is able to stand up for what's right and true, but not be violent, but rather be peace-filled, but to still be principled, to be uh, direct, and to be unwilling to be a doormat without resorting to violence. What does it look like for me to be a, a Jesus follower in the midst of this world that we're in. What does it look like for us to be people like that? So as I reviewed today, those were the questions that came to my mind. And I'm not sure I have great answers to them, but I, I do think that there are ways for us to represent Jesus in our current cultural moment. I, I think that we can stand up for what's right and true and we can do that in a way that's not violent, uh, in a way that is uh, not partisan. Um, we can do that in a way that clearly recognizes that Jesus is not a Republican or a Democrat. There are core beliefs on both sides that are anti-gospel. And so I can't be neatly aligned with either one. 
And the gospel doesn't neatly align with either one. That doesn't mean that good Christians don't align themselves. Certainly, we do. In a two-party system, uh, the vast majority of Christians have chosen to align ourselves with one or the other. But the gospel can't. And the, the, there's no way for us to state unequivocally that Christians need to be on one side or the other. And so in the midst of a culture like that, in the midst of a reality like that, how do I, how do you, how do we live in a way that in the words of John is seeing that the world does not know us because it did not know him? I think these are good questions for us to ask on a day like today. And I think it's important for us to come back to the core of what it means to be a follower of Jesus to the core of uh, what it means to follow the ethic of the Sermon on the Mount, to be people who love the world around us and who are constantly pressing toward the glory of Jesus and living in the kingdom of God. And so I pray this morning, regardless of how you feel about the events of yesterday, regardless of how you feel going into today, that you would be someone who is embracing the kingdom and living the way of Jesus more and more, certainly not perfectly, but more and more every day. And so may the grace and the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ rest upon you, dwell deeply and transformatively within you, and flow from you to a waiting world that needs to see the true witness to Jesus, the Savior, the peacemaker, the one who has come to usher in the kingdom of God the already but not yet kingdom. May we be representatives of that kingdom. Have a great day. Look forward to being back with you one more time tomorrow.